Were there any any repeated sayings this week to open with? I couldn't. Except like I'm tired of talking about Corinne. <laughs> yeah. Which I we all feel. We all feel that way. You ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Bachelor League podcast. We are talking about The Bachelor season twenty one episode four. I'm here with my co-host Stephanie. Hello, Kaylee. Hello. So to start off, we have. Basically, the leftover portion of our pool party from last week. Mm-hmm. Again, I hate when they splice up the episodes this way. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan. Because you don't have the emotional high of seeing all the drama happen and then a rose ceremony. It feels so anticlimactic to have this rose ceremony up at the top and then to just, like, proceed from there. Mm-hmm. The first note that I have written down for the pool party is just Corinne asleep again. (laughs) Is she unwell? (laughs) I mean, I cannot imagine needing that much sleep when they, I mean, they don't do anything else during the day. It's not like they have to get up early for, I mean, literally anything. Is it like when you're too lazy on a Saturday and then you just nap out of I don't know what happened. You're basically almost in that state anyway. Yes, you're not intending to nap, but your body is just like, this is a better use of our energy right now if we go to sleep. Probably. So then Sarah and Taylor sit her down, like, I don't know, trying to discipline her? Uh, I have a lot of feelings this week about Taylor. Um, same. I assume we'll get to that. I'm honestly, I'm looking at my notes because we... There's a lot to cover. I think we both yeah. take notes during these podcasts. Yeah. And the disjointedness of the episode, I honestly thought I opened up in the middle of a page. I'm trying to find <laughs> where we are because, okay, at the beginning, was it at the very beginning of the episode when Corinne says, I'm not pri- I'm not privileged. Yeah, I'm she, privileged in no way. Why is everyone so She expensive? says, and I quote, I'm not privileged in any way, shape, or form. And I said, this is clearly written by someone who has very recently been accused of having privilege, and she <laughs> yeah. had to, like, look it up and then try to defend herself. Um, I really, I don't think she is there to make friends. She doesn't care at all you know about what? those other girls. I think you're right. <laughs> I don't think she's necessarily there to marry Nick. But I, th- I think that she... She probably loves the idea of having a wedding paid for by television to be thrown in an immensely lavish manner, even more so than it would be via <laughs> her family's multi-millions. But the need of the other women to, like, sit her down and talk to her doesn't make any sense to me. And no. now, like, maybe that's, again, something with just, like, getting older is realizing, like, I, I don't know. Like, I understand them coming to Nick and being like, hey, listen... Yes. But mm-hmm. to try and, like, I don't know what their, like, prerogative is. Like, what's their aim with talking to her? Yeah, because it's not going to make the house more comfortable. No. As she said last week, you're going to make your friends uncomfortable. <laughs> you're yeah. going to make your non-friends uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what she's there for. I think she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. I think as she says to Taylor later, I'm not an idiot. Uh-huh. I think she's right. I think she's doing what she wants. But was it, was this when Vanessa spoke to her? Yeah, she spoke to her a little bit. Wait, no, no, no. I was think that later? I think that was later. Okay. okay. I think that was Corinne sit-down number two. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Corinne overload. Oh, yeah. I know Most of my notes from this week are just quotes from Corinne. Yeah, that's fair. The rest of it was really forgettable. What day of the... This is Wednesday, right? Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't home on Monday, which means I watched this Tuesday night. Which was <laughs> yesterday. 
was just within the last 24 hours. And so much of it has already flown by. Like, a lot of my notes make no sense to me. Mm -hmm. But I guess we'll see. Daniel M. asks a good question before the rose ceremony. Is he looking for a woman or a girl? Mm -hmm. I really wanted them to then start playing I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman by Britney Spears, but sadly that didn't happen. And then we had Kern biting the rose during the rose ceremony. Yep. Female Chad. Female Chad, yeah. Besides that, the rose ceremony was, well, I guess we were kind of on our our toes about whether or not Mm -hmm. Kern was going to be... But we knew that she was going to be there because they had already teased it. (laughs) We've already seen her in further previews, so yes, we knew she was going to make it. I wonder if, you know how she was, like, picked, like, quote, last for the rose? Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like that has to be coaching from the producers that are like, listen, if you're picking Corinne, you have to make her last. We know exactly how this is going to play out on television. Do you think she's there because he wants her there or because the producers want her there? The more I see them together, I think that he genuinely does like, like, what she is, like, giving off. But I think that... (laughs) I mean, I think it is. It probably is just, like, very flattering to him to have this girl, like, obsessed with him <laughs> and to be so forthright about it. But yeah, I, I feel guess. like it's just, like, that thing where it's, I mean, the end point of the show is to, like, get married. But, like, mm-hmm. along the way, I feel like he's still having fun dallying yeah. in less serious <laughs> manner. I guess that's another one of my questions about this show. Does the Bachelor or Bachelorette always make out with everyone so much? Because it seems like a lot. He seems to be almost shutting them up. They will be trying to talk to him. If you'll pay attention, he says, come here. And then kisses them forcefully a lot. And I'm not saying the women are against it. I think they want him to do that. But he seems to be like, shut your face. Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) But I just don't know if all of the making out is normal. I think it just kind of differs with, I mean, they're not all that way, but this isn't the first time, I'd say. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I was really disappointed that the two girls that we did lose, when they left, I really think at that point, like, you have nothing to lose. Go push Corinne over. That would be funny. something. (laughs) Like, when the NBA playoffs last year... When Oklahoma City was playing Golden State mm-hmm. and Draymond, Draymond Green, Draymond, the worst person in the world, kept <laughs> kicking everyone in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, there was a Thunder player. Somebody put out a massive Facebook post to the Kyle Sigler, I think, right? Probably. You, I don't. You don't know what I'm talking about. Why am I asking you that now? But they put out a big post that was like, you know what? You're not going to play in these games. They're going to find you, but people will love you. Go kick. Draymond Green in the nuts. <laughs> like, you will get suspended. You're not playing anyway. That's yeah, what I want to see. But we know girls. you don't matter. Do something. Go on a tirade about Corinne in front of everyone where he can't do it. You have nothing to lose. It's true. That would be a delight. There's always next week, I guess. There's always next week. So. Let's see. Brittany and Kristen are who left. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I wrote down is is Kristen's hair wet? <laughs> <laughs> Was it really human here? (laughs) Corinne has that problem, too. I did write down that Kristen had a very mature response to being kicked off. I don't remember what it was, but I wasn't (laughs) dressed at the time. Mm, And Brittany said that she was one of the people that made fun of other girls for crying on this show. And then she's one of them. Yeah, I'm still one of those people. (laughs) Sorry, Brittany. Sorry, we're not there yet. (laughs) And after that, they are, as as the leak... 
<laughs> As the lead question said, they are whisked away to Waukesha, Wisconsin. Like, no. Not even Milwaukee, a suburb. No. A rural suburb of Milwaukee. And Chris Harrison says they're going on a trip around the globe. Are they going other places? Because I don't know how much these women know about <laughs> geography, but California to Milwaukee is barely even like transcontinental. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they will go out, out of the country eventually because they usually do, but... Um, one funny thing from my notes, though, that, like, I write as I'm looking at the TV screen, so who knows what I'm writing most of the time. <laughs> I've uh, chose to abbreviate Milwaukee MLK, so uh, <laughs> over and over it says no one is this excited about, about MLK, <laughs> which is one of those things you really need to know what these notes are for, or I seem like a terrible person. Stephanie, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? Oh, boy. I didn't notice that until right now. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. But no, no one's as excited to go to Milwaukee. Yeah. They all do make a very big deal about, like, potentially getting to meet his parents, which uh-huh. I guess is good. But also, that really would be extremely uncomfortable when you truly barely know the person yeah. you're dating to start with. Because then they're, like, asking them about them, and they're kind of like, what do you like about our son? Like, that kind of <laughs> conversation. And they're like, well, I mean, he seems great on TV, and I've talked to him a couple times yeah. since then. <laughs> And you can't say, like, well, he hasn't cheated on me in the past 12 hours because we know that he has. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought Nick's parents were really relatable, though. They are. The they're like, Yeah, they're great. They they seemed great. Like, when we met them at Nick's hometowns in, bachelor, yeah, in The Bachelorette. I mean, I also don't want to see Nick on this show again. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. How young was his mom when she started having all of these dozens of kids? I know. That's what I said. I was like, were they, like, 13 when they had started having children? They look so young. Because he's 36? Yes. So I assume she's at least 56. Yeah. And looks... Like, if you told me they were siblings, I would 100% mm-hmm. not question it. She's just one of the 12. Yeah, actually, I tweeted that. She was like, well, I guess now we know why Nick is such a young-looking 36-year-old, because look at his parents. <laughs> So then the first one-on-one date is with Danielle L. Walking around Waukesha, or it seems to be a Nick Vile Pound Town tour. Yes, I wrote down something similar. Let's find it. A tour of Nick's sexual past on that specific soccer field. Yep. I, I don't believe him for a second that he made out with all these people in all these public places. Yeah. Because you don't talk about it. I don't know. It's like, he's trying really hard to convince us that he's, like, ever been around a girl before going on these shows. (laughs) And I don't know what sort of teenager has their first time in the middle of an open soccer field. Yeah. (laughs) I don't believe that story for a second. Not buying it, Nick. (laughs) When they run into, just happen to run into his ex-girlfriend. Who was sitting there mic'd and ready to go. Mic'd, ready um, I didn't know she kept gesturing with her left hand that was, like, bejeweled. <laughs> and it was like, I've moved on. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that's so great that you're, like, still dating people. But she, like... <laughs> the ABC network had nothing to do with me finding love. <laughs> Did it all on my own. We didn't have to pay anyone. They must have gotten first-class tickets on their trip to Milwaukee because they spent no money on these dates. <laughs> nope. Like, they just went to whatever bakery was nearby. Yeah. And like, look, we made knickerdoodles. <laughs> Which, that was clever. It was clever. I, they were scary. I the mean... The contestants were not good at cookie decorating. 
No. Nyx looks like the Beast from mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, based when he ran into the ex, like, mm-hmm. based off of the contestants' ages, she could have been their kindergarten teacher. Yeah. So, maybe that's what the question was going for. I know, I tweeted, I was like, I feel like a cut line from her was being like, oh, are you babysitting? (laughs) (laughs) She looked a little bit like Danielle M. She did. She definitely did have the same vibe. Which makes me push her forward a little bit. And they just released her back into Waukesha. Like, thank you for saying exactly what we paid you to say. You did great. (laughs) Oh, also, this is, I think, a question that came up. Did they go, they had a second part of the date. They had dinner, right? Yeah. Where did they eat dinner? I'm forgetting all of this. They ate dinner seemingly right next to where that concert was. Okay, that's I right. I assume that downtown. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I did write, oh no, another stage dance, and then a sad face. Yeah. Nobody wants that. I know, well, then they were talking about her flaws. They said her flaw was that her parents are divorced. <laughs> It's like, that's a devastating thing. I get it. Been through it. But that's not a personal flaw. (laughs) No. But this is also from the Genius Conversation that included a question, when was the last time you went grocery shopping in sweats? Yeah. What does that tell you about a person? (laughs) She's like, all the time. He's like, wow, that's so cool. (laughs) That's so brave of you. He's like, I'm planning on using Corinne's nanny to do all of my grocery shopping in the future. (laughs) Yeah. Also, at some point, he said that he made a girl locker shelves in order to impress her. Yeah. Don't you just buy those? Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty certain that you can buy plastic locker shelves for, like, $5. (laughs) Although, who knows? Nick is 36. Locker shelves. So, what is the exchange rate between, like, whenever he was in high school and you were... I'm just trying to picture this transaction happening. He's like, hey, can we go out? And she's like, you know what I need? Locker shelves. Let's take it. I also noticed that Nick has a bunch of weird hand-holding tendencies. Yeah. The camera really loves to focus in on him awkwardly, like, caressing someone's arm or holding their hand despite him speaking with his hands. Uh-huh. And it was really uncomfortable. And he says incredible too much. I'm sure podcast listeners are thinking, we're about to send you all the words that you say too often. And Uh I get it. I'm not a television professional like Nick is at this point. (laughs) Also, right before they walked in, he said, this is definitely a bucket list thing. We've already seen him do this. We've literally seen him do this, like, one week before. So I was like, what is he talking about? What does he mean? No, I was trying to narrow down what that could be like. Are they going to go on a trip around the world? Are they going to skydive? At night in this theater, what could be happening? I have no idea. I want listeners to tweet at us what you think Nick Vile's bucket list items are. (laughs) Oh, no. I can only imagine. I'm looking forward to it. Also, I love whenever they make... They always make them go to a concert for somebody that's like... I mean, not not famous, but only famous to people who, for instance, keep up with like up-and-coming country artists. Yes. Which I would say is not, like, a huge group of people. <laughs> and they always have to act like they, like, know who this person is. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're at a, like, looks at their hand, <laughs> Chris Lane concert. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't tell what genre of music this was until he started talking about listening to the radio, which is only something that happens in country music. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I'm sure he's going places yeah. if he's on The Bachelor. And those 30 people at that concert. They loved it. 
After that, they had the group date, which included 13 women. I wrote it down. Did you also write it down? Mm-hmm. You go ahead. Yours is in a bullet list. All the women? <laughs> yeah. Had Rachel, Alexis, Vanessa, Jasmine, Jamie, Sarah, Whitney, Christina, Astrid Taylor, Josephine, Danielle, and Corinne. Somehow I missed Danielle, so it's a good thing you read your list. Danielle. I didn't have that one. <laughs> I there are 13 women on this date. Is this a group date or is this pre-labor for yeah. that farm? <laughs> they were they just like put out an ad that was like, we need some helpers. <laughs> and the bachelor was like, Oh, that's perfect. We haven't thought of anything to do in Milwaukee. <laughs> well, and their reasoning for going was so flimsy. Nick was like, I knew a guy that had a farm, and, like, I went there once. He's like, I've heard of farms before. <laughs> it was a really big moment in my childhood <laughs> when I first heard I've about cows. Cow where you know those things in a book where it says a cow says moo. I've seen one. So we're going. So this is where I wrote no one has ever called MLK special so often, which I apologize <laughs> I fully mean Milwaukee. 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 Like, it's not special. Yeah, so this mostly, this entire segment basically just centered around Corinne not Mm -hmm. wanting to participate. Which is understandable. This was not a fun thing. No. This this was on the same level to me as them doing athletic feats to spend time with a bachelor. Uh It felt icky. Didn't like it. Yeah. Especially that poor cow. That had to be subjected to this show's <laughs> sexual innuendo. The cow didn't sign up for this. That poor cow. And Corinne said that she just wants to be in a spa being fed a nice taco. What kind of spa? Feeds you tacos. That That's where she should be getting her cucumbers. It's a spa, <laughs> a spa right? of all places. That was shocking to me. Yeah. There were so many moments in that segment where I I think most of my notes for it are just Corinne, Corinne like talking quotes. I will throw in my one non-Corinne note here. Mm-hmm. Um, do people in Wisconsin say y'all? Because he threw in a y'all as though that was like a Wisconsin thing. Mm. But did he just do that because there were cows nearby? And he's associating <laughs> that with like Southern? I don't know. Because I, people up there sound like they're Canadian. Yeah, I would... They have that goof... I'm going to make a hot take here. That goofy northern accent. <laughs> yes, I, I've heard myself speak. I get it. I still think it's goofy. I assume they sound like the characters of Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's my reference point. But I thought it was strange that he just made it... Markedly was like, y'all ready? And they all laughed. I didn't get it. Yeah, I think he probably thinks that's like a rural thing. Also, at one point he says, you know, I'm a Milwaukee guy, so I'm like a mm-hmm. city boy. But we yeah. still got to the country. And I was like, M- I mean, <laughs> granted, I'm not super familiar with Milwaukee, but I thought, is it a city? Maybe it's <laughs> comparably a city to Oklahoma yeah. City. <laughs> I mean, I think we say that knowing full well where we are right now. <laughs> yeah. You get it. We're in flyover country. In the yeah. middle of it. Mm-hmm. But it just felt condescending in a way that I, he is a coastal elite. <laughs> yeah. to get with it. Get with it. Well, I, I'm glad to know that Raquel is better than farm chores. Yeah, she she's better than that. <laughs> Corrine is a good leader. A good employer. Yes, she wouldn't subject me to this. And whenever she said, everywhere I turn is poop, I was like, Hopefully for this, like, horror movie edit where she's, like, whipping around. It's like, everywhere I turn, there's poop. There's poop. She's, like, whipping. They had her dodging all the flies, so that's 
possible it could have happened. I don't know when anyone said this. I'd written down serious hand situation. What is that in reference to? I think it Corinne's saying that she couldn't That's what it is. <laughs> she couldn't her. shovel because she couldn't feel her hands and she almost went to the hospital, yeah, guys. It was a problem. Well, the other thing I wrote down is serious hand situation should be Trump's Secret Service code name. <laughs> I know. I I wrote down that I 100% believe that she probably did ha- lose circulation in her uh-huh. hands due to this because I'm sure that girl has never picked up anything heavier than a makeup bag in Not her whole ever, life. Ever. <laughs> but it was nice to see the other girls at least trying and playing along. And, like, Josephine yeah. was having a good time. Yeah. <clears throat> She definitely was. I did kind of feel bad that they seemed to have no idea that that was the kind of date they were in for. Like, they were not... I feel like they usually give them a heads up to dress appropriately Mm -hmm. so they can be in, like, oh, I will wear flats if I'm going to go work (laughs) in a literal farm. But instead, they are like... Like, Corinne was in heels. Like, a bunch of the other girls were in, like, cute, nice outfits. Uh And I felt really bad for them. Yeah. They should have given them coveralls when they showed up to the farm. But uh, Josephine did say, like, I guess this is why they told me not to wear white pants. And she was in her all-white outfit. (laughs) So I get the feeling maybe the girls were just like, I'm fine. I know what to wear. It's fine. It's not like we will be shoveling food. (laughs) It can't possibly be that bad. (laughs) And then maybe my favorite quote of the night was Corinne comparing herself to corn, which yeah. I guess was at the cocktail party situation after the group date. But yeah, it makes me think she's never actually seen a stock of corn. Probably not. <laughs> but she, like, she clearly means to say that she's like an onion, yeah. that you peel back the layers. Yes. Because corn only has one layer. Yes. <laughs> it's just the one layer of corn husk, and then it's uh-huh. just the corn. Again, I'm pretty sure she knows what she's doing. She's saying, <laughs> I just have this fake facade, and then underneath it, Our little pellets of information. <laughs> it's the truth. She's hiding the truth. And she is doing the same thing Trump has been doing and telling us what she's about all along. <laughs> and we're just not listening. Yeah. For that... some reason, I felt like this episode was really political. <laughs> I, know what, I know there's at least two more Trump references in here. <laughs> Hot on our minds. We're fresh off an inauguration. I'm be alienating some of our fan base here. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm making fun of Northerners. Just <laughs> doing it all. Did anything else happen at the farm other than being mean, mad at Corinne? No, I feel like we did not really see anything that happened besides <laughs> Jamie being a pro at milking and <laughs> Corinne being the center of everything as usual mm-hmm. and refusing to participate. Yeah. Again, as usual. Yeah, overall very forgettable. Yeah. Because then afterwards at that group date cocktail party is when then like all of the group well she mm-hmm. overhears them talking about her and she kind of like goes in and confronts them because Sarah's the one that first is like are you mature enough to marry a 36 year old man and she talks about the naps and all that stuff and clearly Sarah is referencing a myriad of things that yeah. Corinne is doing but Corinne just focuses on the <laughs> nap thing she's like I'm so sorry I didn't mean to offend you by taking that nap. Michael Jordan takes naps. Abraham Lincoln took naps. I'm standing up for naps everywhere. Um, I wrote down she should be Trump's press secretary because I felt like she was just completely deflecting any of the real issues and focusing on one silly thing. Like I said, I got very political. I think it's just that Corinne feels like a member of this administration. She's baby Ivanka. Yeah. She's got a real spin on the nap tank. I really was happy with Sarah because I didn't feel like she was asking in a mean way. No, she I feel like she was. Yeah, she just 
she did not go quite the Taylor route of being condescending, uh-huh. but was just kind of like, listen, are you mature? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I she agree. was being friendly. Mm-hmm. That is how I want someone to confront me. Yeah. Direct, friendly, not beating around the bush. Yeah. I was really proud of her. And they, again, forced Vanessa to be the mom of everyone. Yeah. If I'm picking somebody to be the mother of my children, I'm still saying Vanessa. Yeah. She knows what's up. Oh, for sure. I was just sitting there talking to her, like, putting myself in Vanessa's place and thinking about, like, in that moment, she's really trying to help Corinne. Is like, mm-hmm. trying to, like, listen, these are the problems. You need to, like, get it together. And to be in her place and to know that, like, her boyfriend is also dating this uh-huh. child is probably, like, the most annoying thing. <laughs> the only negative thing it makes me think about Vanessa is, like, why are you still here? <laughs> You're obviously I know. too good for this. I know. Like, later, it shows them, like, kind of cuddling up together, like, her and Nick. And mm-hmm. I, it, it was weird to see that after having the whole, like, her talking to Corinne, and the last uh-huh. time we saw them talking, she was like, I'm not really sure why I'm still here. Yeah. And then it was just like, everything was fine. I don't know. I Editing, just, probably, but... Yeah, I expect Nick to, like, pull his shirt collar to the side, and written in lipstick will be like, Corinne was here with a Z, <laughs> because she just really wanted to mark her territory. And oh, for sure. she thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I just don't... Like, Vanessa is just so much more mature than anyone that she's spoken with. I haven't seen her talk to Danielle. Or Rachel. Every time they show her, she's telling a child, stop acting this way. (laughs) Please. I'm including Nick in that. Yes. Um, Corinne also comes forward with a great line of, I didn't choose to handle these situations the way that I handled the situation. (laughs) Which means everything and nothing all at once. Yeah. And she also gave us, we're not fighting, we are fighting for a fiancé, not a pickle. Yeah. It's like, well... I can't fight you on that. <laughs> I do not disagree. But it was just exhausting. And then at the end of all that, Christina got the group rose, which I was like... Which I think showed how much we did not actually see from the group date, because uh-huh. I could not have told you she was on that group date until she yeah. started confronting Corinne. That was like the first time we saw her that whole day. Yes. And I don't think she was attacking Corinne at all. I think her accent just makes it sound meaner. (laughs) So Christina was the one that sort of took Nick off by himself for the first time, right? And said, I really want a chance to tell you my story, but we need more time. Yes. Which, even if she's lying, that's a good line. Because he was, at that point, kind of like, cool, I'll give you a rose. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Because what did he say in response to that? Like, can you just trust me that... That I want to hear the rest of that. Oh. I just remember him saying, we do need more time, or something like yeah. that. He, he added something in, like, I just, can you trust me right now that I'll make sure that happens? Yeah. Which felt, like, very under the table. Don't I, worry about it. So maybe nothing girl. happened on the group date. Maybe he maybe. didn't have a decision yet. It's true. She just snuck it in there. But that really, like, other than Corinne stealing all the attention, nothing mm-hmm. happened. Not that we know of. <laughs> no. But I'm already sick of hearing about her. I'm more interested in watching her interact with people than I am hearing people talk about her. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, believe me, girl, we get it. (laughs) We know. 
So next they have a one-on-one -on -one date, which is with Raven, who immediately is maybe my favorite on the <laughs> show. Great. After that story, oh my word, that was amazing. <laughs> I looked it up. Hoxie, Arkansas is two hours from Little Rock. I looked at the same thing. That's a lot. That's a lot of rage to fuel, to drive yeah. that far. Still, oh my word. Like the halfway point between them is Cersei, which I've been to Cersei, Arkansas. There's nothing between the two. I assume there's nothing between Cersei and Hoxie. Mm -hmm. She drove with like nothing but trees and vindictiveness. Yeah. That story was crazy though. To me, that seemed like a red flag that she had been so angry so recently. It was a little intense, but I loved every second of it. I like picturing her driving that two hour drive to Little Rock, furious, kicking open a locked <laughs> door. Like a spider monkey. Like a spider monkey, throwing him to the ground and picking up the girl's stiletto and beating him <laughs> with it. That was amazing. She gave such a graphic description of what she walked in on. I yeah. was shocked they put that on I ABC. Know. I'm hoping that ABC adds her to the, like, TGIT, like, strong female lineup. <laughs> I'm just, like, hoping for a Raven show. Maybe where she just, like, she goes and attacks, like, mm -hmm. guys that cheaters. are, like, cheating. Yeah, like, cheaters. Yeah. She goes and attacks the guys that are cheating on girls and... With whatever is laying around at the time. Yep. That would be an amazing show. That would be really good. Um, she did a good job at the soccer game. Yeah. I think he was right that she was a good choice for that mm -hmm. date, that whole situation. Yeah. Basically his sister's age. <laughs> a lot in common. <laughs> Bella is great. I wish that we had, like, a little, like, Bella box, just, like, in the bottom corner where she mm -hmm. gives us, like, live commentary on everything <laughs> that's happening during the episode. That would be delightful. She was great. Um, when they were coaching the soccer team and doing drills with them, Based off of how Nick acted as a goalie, I'm not sure he's ever seen a soccer game before. <laughs> there was a lot of standing and not so much yeah. even literally reaching out to the side. No, it was awful. <laughs> I was always the worst person on our indoor soccer team, and even I would move more than that. Yeah. Look alive, buddy. Yeah, he just really didn't want to get embarrassing Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they it went was... to the skating rink. They did go to the skating rink. I'd... Fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny that when she was talking to Bella, when Raven was speaking to Bella, Nick kept going by, obviously, like, doing tricks on his skates, and they just completely ignored him. <laughs> Neither of them gave it a second glance. I wonder or if even this, a first. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if this is a situation where, like, some kid was supposed to have their 13th birthday party at the skating rink, and then The Bachelor brought it out. Yeah. And he ruined their dreams. <laughs> but again, not a lot happened. No. Besides, I mean, the story to me was the main, that was the masterpiece of the, yeah. of the day. If she hadn't said, like, that the person who cheated on her was a doctor, honestly, when she said he was cheating on me, he was in Little Rock, I was like, she dated Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a bigger story. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. But other than that, like, the museum place looked cool. Oh, yeah. And they, like, skated around. Yeah. Sure. I guess I'm not surprised that they didn't go look at art. <laughs> no, 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 no. I do really like Raven. She is one of my top four. I'm she is. I know. It. One of my, my wildest wild card, Brittany, is now gone, so mm -hmm. I'm already down one. This may be a question for later, but on the lead, if I pick the Bachelorette, like if I pick his 
winner. Mm-hmm. Is that like catching the snitch? Do I win the league? And I, I don't, don't like know. that phrase when using it for women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I, won, I don't know how many points it's worth. I imagine a lot. So potentially. I would hope so because I'm still in last place for the people participating in our league. <laughs> I, I forgot to even put in. And that didn't system. help me at all. <laughs> The one thing I will say that stood out to me didn't actually happen on this date. At one point, they cut back to the the Airbnb, wherever the other girls are staying. Uh-huh. And um, Taylor and Danielle are sitting on the edge of a bathtub. Yep. And Taylor Why is Taylor in a bikini? <laughs> what was she doing? I have no idea. I'm trying to think of any reason why you would be sitting in a bikini <laughs> while your friend is in, like, sweatpants also sitting in this bathtub. Did she, was she playing, because she wasn't wet either. She was not fresh from the pool or something. She just was, like, in her bathing suit and was like, what if we talked in the tub? (laughs) (laughs) Tub talk. Which I don't get. Not a thing. It seems like another one of those immature person things. Like, I'm 23 and I look great in a bathing suit. Yeah. Which is fine. Good for you. I would not do that. (laughs) My state. But I thought that was weird. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I, I largely have no other notes because I feel like the only other thing that happened is Taylor and Corinne. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what I have next is <laughs> I laughed really hard at the cocktail party when Corinne just says Taylor is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like that is like the ultimate mean girl uh-huh. insult. She's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. Do you think that Josephine is actually on Corinne's side, or is she just trying to get one or both of them kicked out? <laughs> I have a feeling that Josephine is just a free spirit and thinks <laughs> that anyone should do whatever they want to do, and that Corinne, and that that includes Corinne's antics. She is there to make friends. <laughs> she is there for the right friends. reasons. Just the whole evening. I don't remember who said it. Somebody said very attitude-y. I don't know what that's in reference to. I didn't make any other notes. I remember that being said, but I don't remember who said it either. <laughs> but I just... So Taylor and Corinne. Uh-huh. Taylor, for someone with a mental health background, which uh-huh. I'm going to back up a little there. We know that she graduated from Johns Hopkins. Yeah. There has not been enough time for her to get a job and stop doing that job and come on The Bachelor. So I kind of get the feeling that she hasn't worked in her field yet. Maybe. Which would maybe explain... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole conversation, I think, did not really go well for her. No. Corinne came off better to me. Yeah. I think she made a point when she told Taylor, you think you're better than me. Mm-hmm. And what was her response? Do you remember what she said back? She just said, no, I don't think that you're better. I don't think that I'm better, but... Close. She said, I don't think I'm better. I think we are different. (laughs) Which is a terrible thing to say. (laughs) Yeah, the whole explaining of emotional intelligence to her was really something. (laughs) I just don't know what... I don't know what Taylor was trying to do in that conversation. That's what I keep thinking. Like, every time they sit her down, I'm like, what? Like, Corinne owes nothing to you. Like, she's not trying to date you. She obviously, again, is not here to make friends. (laughs) So, like, she did talking to her, she knows exactly how she comes off, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't care. She's just being herself, and, like, that's it. Yep. 
So it, it feels honestly really immature on Taylor's part yeah. to keep to keep engaging with her about it. And I that's what I've been saying for many episodes. Like a mature person does not, not let, let her bait that way. In. You know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because you have been to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> which I guess they both need to go to at this point. They can but both use it. I think Corinne knows exactly what she's doing. I think she knows she's giving to Taylor. Mm-hmm. And she's just going to use it. Because that vibe is not going to go away. You're not going to just be happy the rest of the evening. And I think Taylor's going to say something to Nick. And you never look good being the person. No. I know they always think that they're going to be, like, the hero to, like, break it to him that this girl is bad news. And it literally never goes well. No. But I just, I I don't know. I think Taylor, she's obviously smart. And I think that's how I start every sentence about Taylor. (laughs) But she needs to grow up. Uh, Yeah. A lot. Agreed. She did say she was not putting her counselor pants on. (laughs) So maybe that's not how she's going to act in her profession. Hopefully. But I really didn't have anything else about this episode. Nope, me neither. Largely forgettable. Corinne saved it, really. Yeah. Without her, what would we have had? A lot of footage of manure shoveling. (laughs) That's it. Oh, there was one. Was it? Was it Brittany that said, I don't know which smells worse? No, that was Sarah. (laughs) That was Sarah. I like her, too. That was really funny. It was accurate. But other than that, this was a largely throwaway episode in my book. Agreed. Did we end with a rose ceremony? Nope. We cut off at... (laughs) Just as I predicted, it looks like it will be Corinne and Taylor two-on-one, and that they will probably Mm -hmm. murder each other (laughs) in the midst of it. I don't know. Let's just hope that they fall in love. (laughs) Maybe that's where this is all leading. Well, and Corinne did say she's going to punch Taylor in the face. She did say that. We haven't seen that yet. Fingers crossed. You think it's going to happen? No. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. We're not that lucky. (laughs) Well, there were a lot of happy times this week. And there were some sad times as well. We're going to go through a couple of the things that we lost this week for season 21, episode 3's In Memoriam. In our first... What did I say? Season 3 is 4. Oops. We're not going to cut that out because the song's continuing. <laughs> this is episode 4. Just say In Memoriam to the illusion that this is like a well-rehearsed podcast. <laughs> so, during our first and only rose ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. We lost two people. I am still flipping to that page. <laughs> Thank you, Kaylee. First, we lost Kristen. Sorry, Kristen. I guess you're just a plot device so we could hear Liz's side of the story. <laughs> Brittany. You said you used to make fun of girls crying on this show, but looks like you're going to need that Eve costume to dry your own tears now. <laughs> In addition to the people that we lost this week, we lost a few other things. We lost the circulation in Corinne's delicate fingers. We lost my appetite, personally, not because of the cow manure, but because of having to hear Corinne say the word poopy multiple (laughs) times. And onions lost their monopoly on being the only vegetable used in layer metaphors. Truly another touching week here on The Bachelor. R.I.P.
pouring out for my homies. Well, as I said, I did not do well. <laughs> I think that is your catchphrase. <laughs> you know what's funny is I even saw, maybe on Twitter, mm-hmm. spoilers about things, and I thought I should go change my answers, but I didn't because of integrity. Stephanie. <laughs> I'm one of the people that would be sent no home immediately shame. on this show. But I'm still in last place of the people who are choosing to actually participate. I forgot until it was literally the last minute to put it. Like, I mean, it was 6.59. I was like, I should still have one minute to put these in. I like ran to my computer and it said it was locked. It wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. No. So I embarrassingly don't have any picks this week. Well, I will say I'm feeling pretty good as we progress about my hometown and final date. Uh-huh. You're, yeah, Final you're still on track. Driver. Got Danielle, Rachel, Raven, and Vanessa for the win. Which they yeah. all feel... I don't know about Rachel. I, I think she's a great choice, but I just don't see them spending time together. No, but there is... Like, at the beginning of the season, they did keep showing a preview of the two of, of Nick and Rachel together mm-hmm. in the cold. And we haven't seen them do that yet. So that okay. is still happening in the future. Ooh, is that their around-the-world trip? Probably. Are they going to go to Antarctica? Because she says, because there's, like, it's them, and she's like, you're just so special to me, or something like that. We mm-hmm. haven't seen that yet. Okay. Okay. There's still hope. So, the first question this week was, the Bachelorettes get to travel. Where do they get whisked off to? Milwaukee. Yeah. Which, yeah. We both guessed that I last week. That, yeah. True or false, a bachelorette will take a dip in a hot tub with Nick during this episode. Shockingly, they didn't. <laughs> really, I have I cannot say enough how forgettable this episode was. Like I have I, we have talked about TV shows <laughs> so often that I know there's always material, but like I have nothing to say about this one largely. Um, which of the following is one of Nick's date cards this week? I picked you are the main event, but it was say cheese. Was I don't know what I would have picked. I probably would have gone with main event too. Yeah. I would have guessed horses because it seems romantic. Yeah. The next question was true or false. Someone will talk to Corinne about her behavior. I think honestly, I would have picked false, thinking that <laughs> I don't know, just that they would have laid low by this point. Like, would they? Some of them have already said things to her, sort mm-hmm. of, that they wouldn't again. But nope. My thinking is really just, I, she cannot stay much longer. No. There's no way she's around until the end, and they need to really milk this while they can. What if they both go home next week? He sends would, them, that has happened before, they say, I'm, I can't give a rose to either of you, actually, you're both going home. I would love that. Yeah. In a way, I don't know how this will continue on without Corinne, but I, I'd be fine if Taylor left. Sometimes a new villain will arrive uh, late in the season, okay. so... Maybe Chad will show up to fight for Nick's heart. That would be great. <laughs> uh, the next question was, what does Nick admit he once did for $12? I'm not kidding. I did not hear this at all in the episode. <laughs> he said it during the um, tour of that soccer field, I think. He said, at one point, I jumped in this lake for $12, and then they laughed, and that was the end. I guess I really missed something, huh? (laughs) I picked it because it's impossible to drink two gallons of milk. Right. Uh, Let's see. Next. I'm about to sneeze. In just a second. (laughs) 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 I'm trying to stop it in time. 
goodness. <laughs> Guys, it's been a day. I don't know what to say. Well, you're welcome to keep that in the podcast. Oh, it's staying in. If you think our listeners want to hear whatever that was. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, true or false, Nick will take a bachelorette on a romantic horseback ride. I assumed I, yes. I would have definitely gone true. That was wrong, though. They didn't. They just shoveled up after the horses. Yep. So the question about who Nick runs into on his date, kindergarten teacher, ex-girlfriend, best friend, personal trainer. I honestly think I probably would have picked kindergarten teacher. That's what I, I did. I thought that they would, like, try to endear him to us. I mean, like, yeah. some teacher that just, like, oh, like, adored him. But I would have thought ex-girlfriend would be a little too on the nose, but I yeah. am underestimating The Bachelor. Because how many of his ex-girlfriends do we already know? At least two. Mm-hmm. He talks about them constantly. Yes. Let's see, the last question question yeah, is how many one-on-one dates will Nick go on this week? I don't get why this was a question. Uh, yeah, I mean. It was two. Yeah, what did you pick? I picked three because I thought it had to be weird. <laughs> okay, that that's two unheard of, Stephanie. I thought that's the only reason they would ask this question. This is a dumb question. Your naivete is showing in your answer. <laughs> I, I I think last week on the podcast I said it will either be zero or three dates. It was two. It was what they always do. And there was no hot tub. Sometimes there's only one one-on-one. They did two this time. That was a little bit of a switch. Okay. Well, I still think it was a silly question. <laughs> And this final question, which still I don't understand at all. The wording all. is terrible. Who receives a rose from Nick on a group date that's not fit for a princess? Do they just mean, like, you're cleaning the stable instead of riding the horses? Yeah, I think that was supposed to imply that it was, like, a, you know, kind of, like, rough and dirty, like, you mm-hmm. know, outdoorsy kind of a date, and we we're supposed to use that as a clue. But no. um, literally nothing would have led me to pick Christina ever. No, so, I don't even know nope. who I picked. I picked Taylor, which now I know was stupid. <laughs> was she on that group date? Yeah. This is the first week so far that all of the women got a date. Okay. So they had the two one-on-ones and the, all of them on the group date. Okay. I mean, I in a way, I want to see more in-depth conversations with Taylor to see if that vibe she's putting out is an act. I guess I wouldn't know which one was an act, but I just really don't get a good feeling from her. No, I I don't like her. At least Corinne is entertaining. Yeah. Taylor is not. <laughs> no, she does. She's just condescending to everybody all yes. the time. No thanks. Well, hopefully we do better this week. Are there always ten questions? I don't know. No, there I are, think there's usually like six or seven. There are ten questions this week. <sighs> okay. Oh, but it looks like they're going somewhere exciting. Ooh. Nick and the Bachelorettes are traveling to New Orleans this week, which will not be featured on a date. A boat ride, Mardi Gras floats, a haunted house, a wedding cake tasting. My initial reaction was to say Mardi Gras floats because it will not be Mardi Gras season, but also... You can visit them still. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably always Mardi Gras season, a little (laughs) bit in New Orleans, so... Well, I went this summer, and my cousins live in the area... And they were telling us that you can go visit the place where they make the Mardi Gras floats. Oh. Because they're working on them all year. Okay. So that's very much in the okay, running. Okay. Um, a haunted house, probably. Yeah, that, I think that, that probably seems like a funny like, group date mm-hmm. to like scare them all. 
And I can see a wedding cake tasting because Same. they're famous for king cake. It's true. And really, a boat ride, you're not going to see much. No. That one, no. I think boat ride is not going to be a day. Because we, we had to take a ferry to get into the city because our Airbnb was in, like, the oldest neighborhood in New Orleans. And mm-hmm. it wasn't in the main thing. But it was not a nice boat. <laughs> there were not <laughs> nice boats around. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I don't think they're going on a boat ride. No. Same. Next question, true or false? There will be a two-on-one date this week. True, absolutely. We saw the previews. (laughs) We saw. Do the people writing these questions not know? (laughs) I don't know. It's like they give away a lot of these in the previews, which I initially thought was like a misdirect that they were Uh things that were happening in later episodes, but so far they absolutely are not. They are completely (laughs) all the next week. And they keep tweeting out what's happening before the show airs. I imagine that they're giving ESPN people just, I imagine they tell them exactly what happens. (laughs) I don't know, write some questions. And then the ESPN people are thinking, like, surely they're not going to give away exactly what happens. But they need to. So which of the following is not on one of Nick's date cards this week? Oh, no. (laughs) Let's get carriaged away. Oh, boy. Till death do us part. Where have you been yay on my life? <laughs> Meet me in the bayou. If it's not, where have you... Like, the beignet one has to be a question. It has to be. Um, since I don't think that it's going to be a boat mm-hmm. ride, I think it's not going to be Meet me in the bayou. Yeah, that that was mine, too. Because I I guess... Well, what would carriage to wavy? Like, are they going to take a carriage ride through the Garden District? Yeah, I thought maybe that would be part of, like, a... Like fairy tale wedding sort of thing, like for wedding cake tasting, carriage. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what were those other haunted house Marty? Would a Mardi Gras float be? It's not a carriage. a carriage though, but also like let's not. What if not, it was a float that looked like a carriage? It might be, and we know these pun writers are not good at their jobs, <laughs> as we can tell by the phrasing of "let's get carriaged away." <laughs> That's a hard one, because they're all pretty terrible. But if the beignet one is not in the show, that's a real travesty. Mm-hmm. I feel like I usually do my picks as we're sitting here talking so that I don't forget. I'm doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> You've learned your lesson. Yeah. Ooh, boy. I, I'm going to go with the Bayou thing, because you know what, though? Maybe that's where Taylor and Corinne go for their weird. I know. I was just thing. thinking that, like, after, like, when we moved on to the two on one question, I thought maybe they go on a boat ride. I feel like mm-hmm. that it kind of seemed like they were outdoor. I don't know. Because it is, I mean, there's water everywhere. Can I tell you a terrifying fact I learned about New Orleans? So, okay. one of my cousins that lives, like, on the other side of Lake Pontchartrain from New Orleans. She takes a 12-mile bridge over Lake Pontchartrain into work every day. She drives 12 miles over water. That's horrifying That's to me. I don't <laughs> like that. They asked if we came in on that really long bridge, and it was a long bridge to me. I was like, yeah, we were on that thing for like 15 minutes. And she said, oh, no, you didn't take the long one then. And I looked it up on a map, and it's, what do you do if you have a flat tire and you're six miles in over water? <laughs> Hope for the best, I, I guess. guess. Anyway, that's completely a tangent. But Next question. True or false? Nick will not offer his one-on-one date a rose this week. They are reading my mind. I would not be surprised because, I mean, Corinne has been such a controversial figure. We already know mm-hmm. that. And I don't 
feel like he and Taylor have had much of a connection. No. They haven't, like, I think during that wedding, that wedding photo shoot was maybe the only time they've seemed, like, moderately interested. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Do they consider the two contestants and him a one-on-one date? Like, if they go out to the bayou to try to survive, would they consider Taylor and Corinne going with Nick on a date, a one-on-one date? No. Two-on-one. Mm. So do you think he will go on a one-on-one date with one of those girls? With one of the two of them? Mm-hmm. Uh, they... No. I mean, I don't think they would call it that. It would just kind of be like the end of that date. I'm going to make a prediction. I think what's going to happen is he will take the two of them out into the bayou to, like, battle alligators or whatever (laughs) thing they think happens in Louisiana. Taylor will confront him with one of the come-to-Jesus talks that everyone has had with Nick, Uh and he'll have the Uber behind his back, like one of those fan boats ready Uh to take her away, and then he won't give Corinna Rose. That's what I think is going to happen. We'll see. So the next question, in this week's episode, Nick will try something for the first time. What is it? Salsa dancing, a beignet, bungee jumping, taming an alligator. Hmm. Okay, I don't think it's bungee jumping. That doesn't really seem to be the thing. Salsa dancing isn't like a New Orleans thing. No, I'm thinking it has to be a beignet or an alligator. Yeah. I would be shocked if he hadn't had a beignet before. I would too, but taming an alligator seems too obvious. It does. This is hard. I'm going to go with beignet. They're delicious. I'm sad for him if he's never had one. Me too. Next, true or false, someone will tell Nick she has fallen in love with him. Is it Corinne's last stand? <laughs> Maybe. Well, that'd probably be. I feel like this is probably around... We get a real early mm-hmm. love confession. <laughs> I'll say true. How many weeks total are there? I looked it up last night, actually. I think there's 12. Oh, wow. Well, so this is really no, actually, maybe 11. Here, actually, I bet we can scroll. It's 11. 11? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're about halfway through at that point. Okay, which of the following will Nick and the ladies not dabble with this week? Tarot cards. Ghosts, zombies, voodoo dolls. Well, these are all New Orleans things except, except zombies. zombies. Yeah. But if they go to a haunted house, there could be a zombie there. Good, but <laughs> I'm thinking zombies. Yeah, because tarot cards and voodoo dolls. If they were in Atlanta where The Walking Dead films, I would say maybe zombies, but mm-hmm. we're in New, York, New Orleans. I'm going to go with voodoo dolls. I don't know Mm. why. A wild card pick. I'm sure I'm wrong. (laughs) True or false, the Bachelorette will take a dip in a hot tub with Nick during this episode. Look, it is so hot in New Orleans already. They're in a walk-around hot tub. (laughs) Yeah. But I assume, let's see, what do we think they're doing? Um, Okay, definitely going to a haunted house. I can't see a hot tub there. Definitely beignets involved. Maybe that's like the a one-on-one. They go eat beignets and then they mm-hmm. go into a hot tub. Because all of the good beignet places, there are a million people there. They couldn't clear out 
the restaurant for that many people. No. Surely. Uh-uh. They're not the Kardashians. <laughs> no, no. I think they will probably have one because they didn't last week. Yeah, I was say, we didn't get one last week. Maybe when he and Taylor and Corinne go out into the woods. Yeah. To battle an alligator. Okay, how many bachelorettes will Nick send home this week? One, zero, three, or five. Okay, so two went home last time. So that's probably about what the number that should go home. Well, how many people are left? We only lost two. And 13 people went on that group date. 13 went on, and then the and two then went on, so there are 15. There are 15 left. So there are 11 weeks total. No. Oh no. Okay. I can't do math out loud. <laughs> Here. Look. I didn't sign up for word problems, Stephanie. I'm gonna borrow your pencil. I think okay, I think it's gonna be three. You think it's gonna be three? Yeah, because five is too many. That's way too many. And one is too few. Especially because what, what about zero? I really think he's gonna send both Taylor and Corinne home. I would love that. Okay, I'm going to do some quick bachelor math here. So at week 11, there are mm-hmm. two contestants, right? Because it's the final two. Yes. So that means week 10, there should be three people. Yeah. Okay, before that, should there be four? Mm-hmm. It, is it just, does it go down one or will it go down two? What do you think? I think in, until there's like six people left, we have multiple people leaving. So let's see, maybe there will be six, eight, ten, twelve. Does that seem right? This sounds like good bachelor because math. <laughs> if my bachelor math is correct, he would have to send home three people this week. I'm thinking three. I think three's a good number. <laughs> I'm very impressed by that math. Yeah, thank you. Um, the final question, who will receive an enchanted rose on this week's group date? They're leaning heavy on the, on the haunted stuff. Well, okay. <laughs> Glad we did say? not go the same place on that. <laughs> I was going to say the haunted house because it was, I guess enchanted isn't the same as being haunted. No, <laughs> enchanted is good. I take it all back. <laughs> really leaning into that Beauty and the Beast thing. That's yeah, what I said. That thing we both thought. Yeah. Um, I have no idea who's going to get a rose. Yeah, again, okay, group date. Who has he not gotten to know that really seems like he wants to? Has Danielle L? No, she's not who I'm thinking of. No. Um, Sarah? Sarah. Um, We have seen literally nothing of Whitney, the Pilates instructor. I'm shocked that the Pilates instructor is sticking around. So shocking. I cannot tell you a single thing that she has said or done. It's well, I'll give you the answer. It's nothing. <laughs> but I don't think she's going home. No, I don't either. Because usually they don't send them home until they've he's at least kind of given her a chance to get to know her. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure that Taylor and Corinne are out. Taylor and Corinne are out. Which means one other person will go home. If our bachelor math is right. Right. But who will get a rose on Does a group date? Maybe Jamie? Maybe Jamie. I feel like she would be fun on the haunted house situation. Yeah. And she's a chef. Like New Orleans. Isn't she from New Orleans? I don't remember where she's from, but I think she's from New Orleans. Okay. Which okay. would give her an edge. Uh-huh. Hmm. I'm leaning towards her a little I like bit. That. Because I don't imagine I think Alexis is fun and I enjoy her. 
Uh-huh. But I don't see a lot of, I don't know. I can't see him going far with her. I don't either. I feel like <laughs> I want her to just, like, stay on as just, like, his best friend that they yeah. have to, like, confer about <laughs> all the other women. Because I need to continue to see her in the, like, Bachelor bloopers at the end. Yes. Did they have one for her this week? Yeah. What was it? She was saying that she is a, her <laughs> biggest fear in life is the actor Nicolas Cage in Aliens. That's fair. <laughs> I thought Nick's question of, like, who is an alien in the house, that was a creative question. No, that was really funny. He does seem genuinely just entertained by her. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to really enjoy talking to her. I don't feel like they have a whole lot of, like, romantic chemistry, no. but they seem like really good friends. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a shocker where he develops feelings where he just keeps her around because he likes hanging out with her, and then they have, like, a friend basis. Uh-huh. Be the real twist at the end. He sends her home, then, like, he can't... Yeah, then he, like, can't live without her. <laughs> be great. Like, I can't, like, Astrid, she already got the hot tub. She did. Everyone else, like, I can't Christina see. Christina just got a group date rose. It won't be yeah. her. What about Jasmine? I don't know. I don't I don't feel like they have a whole lot of chemistry either. I think maybe Christina is a good option because he sort of hinted that she he was going to. She just got one. Yeah, but he's kind of hinted that she would get more time. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe she'll get a one-on-one date. That's maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Which I am interested to hear her story. Yeah. Why not? Well, hopefully I do better this week. And that person that hasn't picked anything continues to not pick anything <laughs> so that I'm not in last place. Yeah. Okay, well. I think that's all. That sums it up for this week. As, again, as Stephanie said, a pretty forgettable episode, but yeah. we did our best. <laughs> if this ends up being a forgettable podcast episode, I won't be surprised. <laughs> It's hard to pull something from nothing. Yeah. Oh, I did want to, like, drop a little bit of Bachelor update news, which is that Brittany, who was cast off this week, Mm -hmm. she, um, on her Instagram, posted that she is already dating someone else. Oh, man. She's moved on. Good for her. Good for her. She wanted to cry on TV any longer. No. And she had a picture that posted, like, a week or two ago of her having brunch with Dominique. So, listen, they both have moved on. <laughs> They're doing fine. That's what I want to hear. Oh, and you don't have to tweet at us any of the stuff about Corinne being in a music video. <laughs> we already we, know. We saw it. Not <laughs> surprised. That is wild. Of course she was in a music video. Of course. I'm sure they didn't ask her to be in it. She probably just saw it happening and <laughs> she just wandered made up. It happened. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe Raquel heard about it and she told her. <laughs> Raquel's it was it two chains or something? Raquel's yeah. a big two chains fan. <laughs> well, hopefully next week is more exciting. Sure. I think this two on one date will be ripe for drama. <laughs> I am looking forward to it. Okay. Well, We'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye.